19. It's uh, page 19. It's the very first verse on the page there. It comes from a text called the Bhagavad Gita. And uh, this is a beautiful verse that is sometimes taken on its own as a, as a blessing before a meal, before you take some food. And I remember, uh, you know, when I first heard this blessing, I thought it was so beautiful. And being a very fast eater myself, and, you know, ha- I have sort of fast habits around food, like walking and eating, which you're not supposed to do, and, you know, I sort of, I eat like a snake, I like sort of swallow without chewing kind of thing. So when I heard this, I was like, <laughs> when I heard this, I was like, wow, like this could really maybe give me some more like consciousness around taking food and maybe it'll give me that moment, you know, before I start gobbling it up to actually uh, have some mindfulness and, and some cultivate some gratitude and and other good feelings about that. So what I did was I literally sat in the back of the room with my iPhone and in the little notes app, I put, you know, new note, food blessing, and then I wrote down the blessing here in the Sanskrit because, you know, after hearing it once, there was no way I was going to be able to sit over at Whole Foods and and be able to chant it over my meal or say it silently over my meal. So I wrote it in my phone, and then when I would be, be wherever I was, I could pull out my phone and like read the blessing before I had my food. And it only takes a few times, really, before you start uh, being able to remember it on your own, but sometimes we need that extra little help. So... Um, you know, when something speaks to you like that, don't be shy about taking it with you.
It's a verse about Brahma, as you can tell. <laughs> um, Brahmi, Brahma means, um, uh, well, the verse is meant to remind us of God or of the divine or of the interconnectedness of all things, right? So the verse roughly means, perceive God everywhere and in all things. God is the ladle, the spoon, right? Uh, God is the food, God is the fire, God is the one who has prepared the food and God will be the eater of the food. Finally, God is the goal to be reached. Or you can say, perceive the interconnectedness of all things everywhere. The interconnectedness of all things is in that spoon, it's in the food. It's in the fire that made the food, it's in the person who prepared the food for you, it's in the eater, you. Right? who is about to eat the food. And to be able to see the interconnectedness uh, in that moment of mindfulness, like right before you take your food, to be able to see all of the events, all of the human efforts, all of the Earth's efforts, all of the sun's efforts and the rain's efforts that has brought that moment, has crystallized that moment of you being in front of the food, right? And... Um, you know, another thing it points to is like that, you know, food has the potential to be nourishing or not. Just like a lot of things, right? Sometimes you leave, you know, sometimes you've had that meal 
and you that you have that strange experience where you like eat a meal on the go or you eat some takeout and you're hungry like half an hour later because it hasn't really fulfilled you it hasn't really nourished you or um, you know sometimes you can take a yoga class and you leave the yoga class and it just feels like nothing really happened or it didn't really do what it was supposed to do or sometimes we leave feeling uplifted and revitalized and energized by it right um, or people sometimes you have an interaction with a person and you leave you kind of part ways feeling like drained and uh, kind of exhausted or perhaps you have an interaction that feels nourishing you leave that person's company feeling like more connected and more yourself and more uplifted right and so each one of those things uh, each one of those things depends on like the way that we feel after we've eaten the food or after we've taken the yoga class or after we've uh, interacted with our friend or our partner or whoever it depends on what we've put into that interaction what have we put into the food or the eating of the food have we put good nourishing energy into that meal have we put good nourishing energy into our relationships with others have we you know put our energy towards a good result in our yoga class or are we still distracted by all the things we have to do after the yoga class right um, that's all I'll say for now. More on that topic later. Uh, let's come into Downward Facing Dog. So the results are always dependent on the on the intention. Uh, and that's why, I mean, you know, even, even just thinking about food, that's why, like, there's something so much fundamentally more nourishing about a, a home-cooked meal than like that you know to go thing that I always grab I you know I'm talking about my habits here <laughs> yeah I said that <laughs> okay I know I know you're in your own ICP planet over there <laughs> okay so start to deepen the breath in both directions Deepening the inhales, deepening the exhales. And then start to find some sound in the breathing. So find that sort of whispery ha sound at the back of the throat that's formed by a light constriction of the vocal folds. Your neighbor should just barely be able to hear that beautiful whispery sound of your breath, but it shouldn't be so... Uh, loud or uh, uh, obtrusive that it's sort of distracting their practice good and then start to walk the feet forward towards the hands folding forward over the legs Separate the feet a little wider than hip width distance. Bend the knees, come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. Sitting up tall in the spine. Good, keep breathing.
Bring the hands to the floor, lift the hips and fold forward over the legs. Good. Bring the feet inner hip distance apart and lace the hands behind the back into a fist. On the inhale, bend the knees, open the chest and look forward. On the exhale, extend the legs and fold. Again like that, inhale, bend knees, look forward. Exhale, extend, fold forward. Link the breath with the movement. Inhale, look forward. Exhale, folding forward. Inhale, look forward, bend knees. Exhale, extend the legs, fold forward. Good, release the arms, bring your hands to your hips, point your elbows up to the ceiling, and then lift all the way up to standing. Bring the feet together and reach the arms up alongside the ears. Interlace the hands into a fist. As you exhale, bend over to the left side. On the inhale, lift up to center. Exhale, bend to the right side. No twisting, just a side bend. Inhale, up to center. Stretch the elbows as much as you can. Exhale, left side. Inhale, up to the center. And exhale to the right side. Inhale, up to the center. And exhale, release the arms. Good. Come front and center on the mat. Close the feet together. As you inhale, hook the thumbs. Reach the arms forward and up. Arch the back. Exhale, bend the knees, swing the arms behind the back, lace the fingers, extend the legs. Inhale, hands to the floor, right foot steps back to lunge, look forward. Exhale, step all the way back to downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to plank pose. Exhale, bend the elbows, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra, point the feet. Exhale, tuck the toes, seat all the way to heels, then extend the legs down, dog. Inhale, step the right foot between the hands, look ahead. Exhale, left foot follows the right, fold in half. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, extend legs. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the fingers, extend the legs. Left side, inhale, hands down, left foot steps back to lunge. Exhale, down dog. Inhale, come forward to a plank position. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing, shoulders back even more. Exhale, downward facing. Inhale, come forward to plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck toes, seat to heels, then extend the legs. Inhale, left foot steps forward, look ahead. Exhale, right foot next to the left. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, extend the legs. Exhale, Tadasana. Inhale, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands, extend the legs. Inhale, hands down, right foot steps back. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to plank position. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank pose. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. 
Exhale, tuck the toes, seat to the heels, then extend the legs downward dog. Inhale, right foot steps between the hands, look forward. Exhale, left foot follows the right. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, extend legs at the top. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands, extend the legs. Inhale, hands down, left foot steps back. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck toes, seat to heels, then extend the legs, downward dog. Inhale, step the left foot between the hands, look ahead. Exhale, right foot follows the left, fold towards the legs. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, ears stay next to arms. Exhale, Tadasana, mountain pose. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to earth, then fold forward, Uttanasana. Inhale, look up to prepare. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, right foot steps forward, lift up into warrior one. Exhale, hands to earth, then step back and lower Chaturanga. Inhale, move forward, up dog, long neck. Exhale, down dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward, warrior one. Exhale, hands down, step back slowly, lower Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Again, both sides. Inhale, right foot forward, Virabhadrasana, one. Exhale, hands to earth, Chaturanga. Inhale, move forward, strong legs. Exhale, move back. Inhale, left foot steps forward, reach up. Exhale, hands down, Chaturanga. Inhale, move forward. Exhale, go back and breathe. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step forward. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up, release the arms. Separate the feet about four or six inches apart. Hands on your hips. As you inhale, reach the elbows back and towards each other to arch back. Push the hips a little bit forward. And as you exhale, fold forward and grab hold of your big toes with your peace sign fingers. Inhale, look up, lengthen the spine, hollow out the abdomen, and then exhale, fold forward towards the legs. Good, breathing in, breathing out. But the most nourishing of, of all meals is the one that you cook for another, right? It's the, the process of like, you know, going to the store and like picking the most beautiful uh, head of lettuce and the most beautiful asparagus and then preparing it with such care because you know you have someone that you care about coming over and you want to like do your best to cook a good meal for them 
and I sort of taste everything as I cook, so I'm usually full by the time the, the meal comes. So I don't even have to eat, but the act of feeding another is like so nourishing and uplifting. Inhale, look forward, slide the hands under the soles of the feet, and exhale, fold forward. Good. Breathing in, breathing out, relax the weight of the head down, breathe in, breathe out, inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, look forward, release the hands, walk the feet a little bit wider than hip width distance apart, bend the knees and come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. As you inhale, stretch the left arm in front of the left leg and reach the right arm up and back. You can either stay like this or take the arms around uh, the front of the left leg and connect the hands. Breathe in, breathe out one. Inhale, exhale two, looking all the way over the right shoulder. Exhale three, inhale, exhale four, inhale, exhale five. Inhale, spread the arms, left hand down, right arm up. Exhale, hands to prayer. Inhale, stretch the right arm in front of the right leg. Left arm reaches up and back. You can keep the arms like this or wrap the arms around and take the bind. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Inhale. Exhale two. Mm. Inhale. Exhale three. Inhale. Exhale four. Inhale. Exhale five. Inhale, spread the arms. Exhale, hands to prayer. Good. Inhale, bring the hands to the floor. And as you exhale, lift your seat and fold forward over your legs. Walk the feet together and line up the hands on either side of the feet. Then inhale, look forward to prepare. And exhale, hop or step back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward into warrior one. Exhale, open the hips and arms, warrior two. Inhale, extend the left leg, the right leg, excuse me. Exhale, reach all the way to the right for triangle pose. Breathe in, breathe out one. Inhale, exhale two. Inhale, exhale three. Inhale, exhale four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, bend the right knee, warrior two. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Stretch both arms, including the back arm. Breathe out, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, extend the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee and take the right hand down on the inside of the right foot. Reach the left arm straight up for extended side angle B. Inhale. Exhale, one. Reach with the left hand as much as you're pushing down with the right hand. So equal and opposite energy between the arms. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. That's it. Inhale. 
Exhale, five. Now bring the left hand down. Both hands stay on the inside of the right foot. Pick up your left heel and scoot your right foot a little to the side. Both hands stay on the inside of the right foot. We're not doing the usual maneuver. Bend your right knee again. Okay, look forward. And then uh, bring both elbows to the floor, but keep looking forward. Don't drop your head down. Lift your chin up so that I can see all your beautiful faces. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Move the right knee closer to the midline of the body. Breathe out, two. Inhale, don't drop your head. Breathe out, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Good. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, hands to the floor. Extend the arms. Exhale, step all the way back to downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Virabhadrasana, one. Reach up. Exhale, open hips and arms. Vira, two. Inhale, extend the left leg. Exhale, reach to the left for Trikonasana. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, stand all the way up. Exhale, bend the left knee, Virabhadrasana, two. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, extend the left leg. Exhale, bend the left knee, left hand inside of the left foot. Right arm reaches straight up. Extended side angle B. Inhale. Exhale, one. Lean the left shoulder back into the left knee to spread the chest a little bit more. Two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, both hands down. Both hands stay on the instep side of the left foot. Pick up your right heel. Maybe inch the left foot a little to the left, but then look forward. Spread your chest. Yeah, and then keep the front side of the body stretching as you bring the elbows to the floor. So as soon as you drop your head, the back wants to round, but instead we're trying to lengthen the spine right up out of the hips. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, hands to the floor, extend the arms, exhale, step back, downward facing dog. Bring the feet together, on the inhale, come forward to plank position, and on the exhale, rotate onto the right hand in the outer edge of the right foot for side plank, breathe in. Breathe out, one. Square your hips towards the wall we're facing. Breathe out, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale, plank pose. Exhale, rotate onto the left hand and the outer edge of the left foot. It's actually not called side plank at all. It's Vashisdasana, which is the name of a, of a saint. And I'll give you a hint. All the saint poses are really difficult, really challenging. And this one in particular... It needs a little bit of levitation. So see if you can push down to lift up out of it even more. And then come into plank pose. Exhale the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. 
Inhale, slide forward. Martina, did you levitate? Oh, yeah. Exhale, tuck toes, seat to heels, then extend the legs. Downward facing dog. Good, breathing in, breathing out. Inhale, exhale. You know, we do it with the yoga practice too. We kind of come to class. We come to class with this expectation of like, what am I gonna get out of the class? What am I gonna get out of the poses? Instead of like, what am I giving to the yoga class? What am I giving to the poses? Inhale, step the right foot forward into warrior one. Exhale, take the hands, lace the fingers behind the back into a fist. Inhale, lift up the chest as you straighten the right leg, arch back. Exhale, deeply bend to the right knee, bring both shoulders inside of the right knee as you reach the top of the head towards the earth. Breathe in, breathe out one. Inhale. Exhale, two, reach the outer edge of the back foot into the earth. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Strong feet. Inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, parallel the right foot towards the left side. Hands on your hips. Inhale, lift up the chest. Draw the elbows back and towards each other and press your hips forward a little bit with your hands. And then exhale, fold down over both legs. Reach out and grab hold of the big toes, yoga toe lock, or if you can't reach yet, you can always hold your ankles. Breathe in. And then breathe out, pull the top of the head towards the floor. Breathe in. Breathe out. Draw the shoulder blades up away from the ears. Breathe in. Breathe out, lift the kneecaps up onto the legs. Breathe in, breathe out. Inhale, and exhale, inhale, look forward. Exhale, hands on hips. Inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, turn the right toes out and bend the right knee. On the inhale, float the arms up to shoulder height like warrior two. And then exhale, take the right hand outside of the right foot and sweep the left arm over the left ear towards the altar for extended side angle A. Breathe in, breathe out one. Good, stretch all the way out through the fingertips. Breathe out two, inhale, exhale three. Inhale, exhale four, inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Sneak the back foot in a few inches. Exhale, straighten both legs. Inhale, lift the head and chest, square the hips. And exhale, fold towards right leg, chin to your shin. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale, push weight equally into both feet. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, bend the right knee, look forward. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward, Virabhadrasana, one. Exhale, take the hands behind the back and lace the fingers together. Inhale, extend the left leg, arch back, reach your fist down your right leg. Good, exhale, bend the left knee, bring both shoulders inside of the left knee. Breathe in, breathe out, one. Inhale, exhale, two. Inhale, exhale, three. Mm -hmm. Inhale, 
Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Okay, on the inhale, lift all the way up to standing. <laughs> Exhale, parallel the feet towards the open side. Keep your hands interlaced for this one. Inhale, lift up the chest. Arch back. Squeeze the shoulder blades together. Exhale, fold forward. Crown of head reaches towards earth. Pinky fingers reach towards earth behind the head. Breathe in. Breathe out. Good. Strong quadriceps muscles lifting your kneecaps up. Two. Inhale, exhale three, inhale, exhale four, inhale, exhale five. On the inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, turn the left toes out and bend the left knee. Then inhale, sweep the arms up to shoulder height, warrior two. Exhale, take the left hand down outside of the left foot. Reach the right arm over the right ear. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Inhale. Exhale two. Good. Find that knuckle into the floor. No, not your toes. Exhale three. That's it. Inhale. Exhale four. Now keep that connection. Just relax your toes. Exhale five. Inhale, both hands to earth. And then sneak the back foot in a little ways. Exhale, extend both legs. Inhale, look forward, square the hips. Exhale, fold forward. Breathing in. Breathing out, one. Press some weight into the back foot. Sometimes we get real caught up on the, on the front leg, what's happening with the front leg. Two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, bend the left knee, look forward. Exhale, step back. Adho Svanasana. Bring the feet together. Inhale, come forward to a plank position. Exhale, bend the knees over to the right and push your butt way back to your heels like an accordion. Inhale out to plank pose. Exhale, bend the knees to the left. Pivot on your toes. Good. Inhale to plank. Breathe with it now. Exhale, right side. Inhale, plank pose. Exhale, left side. Inhale, plank. Last set. Exhale, right side. Inhale, plank. And exhale, left side. Now inhale to plank pose, and as you exhale, lower the knees, chest, and chin to the earth. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, press the seat all the way back to the heels, and then extend the legs, downward facing dog. Good, breathing in. Breathing out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale, again, lift like halfway up. Aha, exhale, three. Inhale, exhale, four. Good. I'd rather you work like that than try to jam your heels down. Okay. Exhale, five. Fi always find this connection here, yeah? Okay. On the inhale, step the right foot between the hands. Exhale, lower the left knee down. Scoot the left knee back a little bit. Bring both hands to the top of your uh, right thigh. Draw your shoulders back and down and even lean your rib cage back away from your right leg a bit. Good, now you can stay here or reach back with the left hand and hold the left ankle. Uh-huh. And then if you want, you can hold the left ankle with both hands. 
And if you're holding the left ankle with both hands, try this. Try kicking the left heel away from the buttocks. Yes. As if you wanted to reach your tippy toes towards the floor. Good. That's it. Good. If you've got your ankle, let go of it. Scoot your left knee a little bit forward now so that it's directly under the left hip. As you inhale, reach both arms up. Get ready to twist. And exhale, twist to the right side. You can take any shape with your arms that you'd like to work on today. And then on the inhale, tuck the back toes under and extend the back leg. Standing spinal twist. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Inhale. Exhale two. Good. Hips even. Exhale three. That's it. Inhale. Exhale four. Inhale. Exhale five. Good. Inhale both hands to earth. Lift that left leg all the way up to the sky for standing split. And exhale. Fold forward. Breathing in. Breathing out one. Inhale. Exhale two. Inhale, exhale three, inhale, exhale four, inhale, exhale five, inhale, look forward, exhale, bend both knees, bring the left knee almost all the way to the floor outside of the right foot, don't sit down, inhale, extend both legs, reach up, exhale, bend both knees, spiral almost all the way. Inhale, extend both legs, reach. Exhale, bend both knees. This time, come all the way down to sit for your seated spinal twist. Sitting up nice and tall, grounding both hips equally. Exhale, twist to the right side. Good. Inhale. Exhale, one. Drop both shoulder blades down the back. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Look all the way over the right shoulder. Exhale, four, good. Inhale, exhale, five. Inhale, turn to face forward. And exhale, counter rotate. Inhale, turn to face forward. As you exhale, swing your right leg all the way around behind your back. Tuck your right toes under, press the hands into the floor. And then as you inhale, send your left leg up and back into down dog split. Good, exhale, bring the left knee to the nose, shoulders right over the wrist for a modified plank pose. Inhale to down dog split. Exhale, modified plank, bring the knee to the nose. Inhale, down dog split. Exhale, bring your knee to your nose and stay there, breathe, inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale, try to come higher up on the right tiptoes. Exhale, two. Inhale, pull your left foot even closer to your left buttocks. Exhale, three. Now on the inhale, just look at the space between your hands. And then on the exhale, place the left knee between your hands. Knee is the thing above your foot. Good. And, and set up for uh, pigeon prep so you can swing that left foot a little bit to the right. Scoot the right leg back so that as much of the right thigh is on the floor as possible. And then fold forward. You can stretch your arms forward or you can make a pillow with your hands if you like. Good. Breathe here. Try not to lean to the right or the left side.
But on the inhale, walk the hands back under the shoulders. Tuck the right toes under. As you exhale, reach that left leg up and back into down dog split again. Good. Open the, uh, uh, what is that called? <laughs> the hip. <laughs> Open the hip and place the left tippy toes to the floor behind the right leg. But let the right leg be straight like a side plank pose. Yeah. So you're just the pinky toe edge of your right foot is on the floor. Then as you exhale, you're going to lower the right leg almost all the way to the floor, keeping it straight. Inhale, lift it up. Exhale, lower the right hip almost all the way to the floor. Inhale, lift it up. And then exhale, step back, downward facing dog. Woo Inhale, step the left foot forward. Exhale, place the right knee down and scoot the right knee back a few inches. You can pat up under the knee if it's uh, sensitive. Bring both hands to the top of your left leg and sink the hips forward and down towards your left heel as you pull the upper body back away from the left thigh. Now optionally, you can bend the right knee and reach back holding the right ankle with one or both hands, up to you. If you've got the ankle with both hands, try flexing the right foot and reaching your right toes down towards the mat behind you. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of kicking the heel away from the buttocks rather than pulling it towards you. Just for today. <laughs> Good, and then release your foot. Scoot your right knee forward a couple of inches so that it's underneath the right hip, two right angles with your knees. Sweep your arms up, prepare to twist, and then exhale, twist to the left side. Good, once you've got your arms the way you like them, then tuck the back toes under and extend the back leg. Standing spinal twist, breathe in, breathe out one. Don't let the outer right leg roll down or lift up. Breathe out two. Keep it nice and even with the left side. Breathe out three. That's it. Inhale. Exhale four. Mm -hmm. Inhale. Exhale five. Inhale, hands to the floor. Reach the right leg all the way up to the sky for standing split. Exhale, fold forward. Left leg is still forward. Right leg is up. I know, it's a twisty, turny, little hairpin turn of a sequence. <laughs> Breathe in. Breathe out two. Inhale. Exhale three. Inhale. Exhale four. Inhale. Exhale five. Inhale. Look forward. Exhale. Bend both knees. Spiral almost all the way into your seated twist. Inhale, extend both legs, push the left foot down to reach the right foot higher. Exhale, bend both knees almost all the way to the floor. Inhale, unfurl, extend both legs. Exhale, bend both knees. This time, come all the way down to sit for seated spinal twist. <laughs> International sign for seated spinal twist. <laughs> Good. Sitting up tall, grounding through both sit bones. Twist to the left. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Good. Each breath moving a little deeper. Breathe out two. You don't want to end up in the same place on breath five that you landed on in breath one. Exhale three. Inhale. Exhale four. Glide the shoulder blades down even more. Exhale five. Inhale face front. Exhale counter twist. 
Inhale, face front. As you exhale, swing the left leg all the way around behind, tucking the left toes under. Press the hands down into the floor. Inhale, right leg sweeps up and back. Exhale, knee to nose. Inhale, down dog split. Exhale, knee to nose, shoulders over wrists. Inhale, down dog split. Exhale, knee to nose, stay there and breathe. Inhale, press the floor with your hands. Exhale, one, knee all the way to nose. Exhale, two. Inhale, come a little higher on the tiptoes. Exhale, three. Inhale, look between your hands. Exhale, right knee between your hands. Scoot the left thigh back a little bit so that more of the left leg can be on the floor. And then exhale, fold forward. Keep the hips nice and even. Try not to roll over to the right side or the left side. On the inhale, walk the hands back under the shoulders. Tuck the toes under, exhale, down dog split. Take the right leg up and back. Open the right hip to the right side. Right tippy toes to the floor as you roll the outer edge of the left foot to the floor. Left leg stays straight like side plank pose. Exhale, lower the left hip almost all the way to the floor. Inhale, raise it up. Exhale, lower. Inhale, lift up. Last one, exhale, lower. Inhale, lift up, and then exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, lift your heels high up and higher and even higher. Try to come up onto the very, very tippy toes. Bend your knees and send your hips up and back like a cat getting ready to pounce on a toy. And then hop your legs all the way through your arms to sit down or walk them through to sit down or half and half or or Johnson will do some acrobatics for us <laughs> extend both legs for, forward and fold forward Paschimottanasana On the inhale, lift all the way up to a seated position. Bend the knees and place your feet flat on the floor. Bring your hands behind the back and spin the fingers forward to face your feet for uh, tabletop preparation. On the inhale, lift the hips up. And on the exhale, let the head go back. Now keep the hips lifting. Just start to walk your hands forward until they end up on either side of your feet. It's like a little crab walk situation. And then lift up your heels so that your seat is hovering right up over your heels for crow pose preparation. Good, open up the knees, plant the hands to the floor. Good, place the knees high up onto the upper arms. 
and then shift the weight forward into the hands and uh, practice picking up the feet. You can always start by practicing lifting up one foot at a time. Um, or you can start by practicing visualizing the feet lifting up, which is a key component of practice. Being able to imagine something is possible is the first step to making it possible. And then wherever you are, you can either hop back or step back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Child's pose. <gasps> Thank freaking God. <laughs> okay, preparing now for headstand practice. So stretching the arms forward, interlock the fingers together into a fist. Start simply by placing the crown of the head on the floor behind the hands. And then tuck your toes under and lift your knees away from the floor. You can keep your feet on the floor for the time being. Or you can practice pulling one knee into the chest and then follow with the other. Come down for a second. Down. Lace your fingers together. Okay. And put your head behind your hands. There you go. Now practice. Okay. Nothing can survive without food. Everything we consume acts either to heal us or to poison us. We tend to think of nourishment only as what we can take in through our mouths. But what we consume with our eyes, our ears, our noses, our tongues, and our bodies is also food. The conversations going on around us and those we participate in are also food. Are we consuming and creating the kind of food that is healthy for us and helps us grow? When we say something that nourishes us, and uplifts the people around us, we are feeding love and compassion. When we speak and act in a way that causes tension and anger, we are nourishing violence and suffering. We often ingest toxic communication from those around us and from what we watch and read. Are we ingesting things that grow our understanding and compassion? If so, that's good food. Often we ingest communication that makes us feel bad or insecure about ourselves or judgmental and superior to others. We can think about our communication in terms of nourishment and consumption. The internet is an item of consumption full of nutrients that are both healing and toxic. It's so easy to ingest a lot in just a few minutes online. This doesn't mean you shouldn't use the internet, but you should be conscious of what you are reading and watching. When you work with your computer for three or four hours, you are totally lost. It's like eating french fries. You shouldn't eat french fries all day, and you shouldn't be on the computer all day. A few french fries, a few hours, are probably all that most of us need. I really like french fries. <laughs> a few 
<laughs> what you read and write can help you heal. Oh, this is a good one. I really like this one. What you read and write can help you heal. So be thoughtful about what you consume. When you write an email or a letter that is full of understanding and compassion, you are nourishing yourself during the time that you write that letter. Even if it's just a short note, everything you're writing down can nourish you and the person to whom you're writing. There's about a minute left, so come on back into the pose. Even if the toes stay on the floor for now, just come up one last time so that you're really like ending on a strong note. And then take five more breaths. And after five breaths, slowly and mindfully come back down into your child's pose. work on that. And then everybody come into downward facing dog. On the inhale, come forward to a plank pose. On the exhale, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to plank position. Exhale, lower the knees, chest, and chin to the earth. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. And then exhale, release your forehead or your chin to the floor, whatever's more comfortable. Bring your feet all the way together and press the tops of the feet down so much that the knees lift up off the floor. And even though our hips are down, lift your belly button towards your spine, away from the floor. Feet pressed down. Lace your fingers into a fist behind your back. And don't lift your head and your chest yet. Just lift your arms as high away from the back as you can. Head and chest down. Just lift the arms up. Arms higher, higher, even higher. Yes, now... When you lift your head and chest up, don't let the arms drop down. In fact, lift the arms up even higher as you lift the head and chest up. Go ahead. Yes, beautiful. And keep pressing the feet down. Keep pulling the lower abdomen in strong. And did I mention breathing? (laughs) Exhale, release down. Good. Bend both knees. Reach back and hold the ankles. And then inhaling, lift up, Dhanurasana, bow pose. 
On your exhale, release. Now bend just the right knee. Reach back and try to hold your right ankle with both hands. Even if both hands don't reach, that's okay. Just do your best. Keep your right thigh pressing down into the floor at first, but kick your right heel back and allow the head and the chest to lift. Keep your right thigh pressing down for the first few breaths. And in fact, the more you kick your right heel back, maybe you can lift your head and chest a little bit higher. And then for the last couple of breaths, allow the right knee to lift up so that you're in like a half Dhanurasana shape. Good, and then release down. Bend your left knee. Reach back with one or both hands to hold the left ankle. Keep the left thigh pressing down for the first few breaths. Just lift the head and chest up by reaching your left heel away from your buttocks. And then for the last couple of breaths, go ahead and lift that left thigh up. Lift the head and chest a little higher. You can even press the right foot down to get a little more leverage. And then slowly release. Good, parallel the legs behind you. Place your hands next to your rib cage. On the inhale, lift all the way up to upward facing dog. As you exhale, go back, downward facing dog. Bring your knees to the floor and stand up on the shins. Hold your hips. Curl the toes under. Use your hands to push your hips forward a bit and then draw your elbows back and towards each other. Then lift up the chest and start to arch back. If you're going to hold your feet, reach back at the same time, not one side and then the other. And then optionally the head can extend back, but you should still be able to breathe and say your name without sounding funny. <laughs> Try to relax your forehead. I know it seems like it will help. Good. Hands on your hips. Lift up to stand up on your shins. Good. And then step your right foot to the floor in front of you. And step your left foot next to it. Come to stand up. Bend your left knee. Reach back and hold the left ankle with the left hand. You can hold the inside or the outside. That part's up to you. But then stay upright for a moment. Don't tilt forward. First things first, and this is, this is a little bit subtle, but if, you, if all you do is reach the left kneecap down towards the floor, you can stand up a little bit taller and already feel the front side of the body opening. Can you feel it a little bit? It's pretty subtle, but it's there, yeah? Now stay upright, don't lean forward yet. Just kick your left heel as far back as it will go without giving in to the temptation to lean forward. Then, when you cannot possibly kick your left heel back any further, go ahead and take a little bit of a forward tilt to accommodate uh, even more movement. Yeah. So you're finding the maximum back bend before allowing a little bit of forward bend. 
Good. On the inhale, stand up. Exhale, feet together. Tadasana. Ooh, take a moment to ground down through both feet. Feel both feet pressing down into the earth. And then bend the right knee. Reach back with the right hand. You can, you're welcome to hold the inner or outer ankle for today. And then stay upright. Let's do that subtle little thing first. Just reach the right kneecap down to stand up taller and start to lengthen the front side of the body. Then stay upright. Kick your right heel as far away from the buttocks as it will go. So you're finding that half bow shape on one side of your body. And then when you're at the maximum back bend, then you can go ahead and tilt forward a bit. Good, inhale, lift up, and exhale, release, feet together, Tadasana. Bring your hands to your hips. Let's reverse that little fancy maneuver. Bring your left knee to the floor. <laughs> and then bring your right knee to the floor. And step back to downward facing dog. <laughs> Choreography. <laughs> I worked on that all week for you. <laughs> okay, good. Now you're gonna stay basically in a downward facing dog shape, but you're just gonna walk your feet like two inches closer to your hands. And then take your left hand and hold your right heel or calf or even the thigh. And then look under your right armpit. But Stamp the left foot down even harder now, so you're not tilting over towards the right side, but really reaching equally through both feet as you twist. And then release the left hand to the floor. Take the right hand, hold somewhere along the left leg, and then twist looking under the left armpit. This time stamping the right foot down a bit harder so that you're not tilting over towards the left. In fact, the left hand and the right foot are sort of pressing down in this diagonal situation to stay balanced. Right hand to the floor. Walk the feet back where they came from. Regular downward dog. <laughs> and then look at the space between your hands. Bring your right knee to the space between your hands. Setting up for pigeon. You knew it was coming, right? Okay, scoot the left leg back. We're gonna stay upright in the spine. Walk your hands back alongside your hips. Pause there and square the shoulders and the hips as forward as possible. So even staying here, you can get a lot of benefit and like a really deep energetic experience. Or if you like, you can bend the left knee and reach back and hold the left foot by the inside or the outside. And then from there, you're welcome to move into any arm situation that you'd like to work on. But keep working on squaring shoulders and hips forward as much as possible. Mm -hmm. You got it. Other hand. Mm -hmm. Now draw your elbows more towards each other. There you go. Keep moving. The way you'll balance is if you keep pushing this hip forward. Aha, that's better. Okay, hands to the floor, step back, downward facing dog.
Look between your hands. Bring the left knee between the hands. Scoot the right leg back so that as much of the right thigh can be on the floor as possible. And then walk the hands back alongside the hips. And as you're just, start just by feeling the squareness of the shoulders and the hips. And you can even sort of squeeze the upper inner thighs towards each other, creating almost a scissor feeling. And that's what's going to help keep you balanced as you bring your hands off the floor. Does that make sense? Okay. Now you can either stay there or bend the left knee and move into some kind of arms. That's it. So the more you can feel Mula Bandha and squeezing the upper inner thighs towards each other, the more you'll be able to balance. Uh-huh. Keep your right hip moving forward. <laughs> Keep moving your right hip forward as much as you can. Mm. Look, Ma, no hands. <laughs> okay, hands to the floor. Step back, downward facing dog. Come forward to plank pose and lower all the way through chaturanga onto the abdomen. Roll over onto your back. Place the feet flat on the floor. Lift the hips up away from the floor and lace the hands behind the back into a fist. Separate the hands and release the back onto the floor. Place the hands next to the ears, getting ready for Urdhva Exhale fully and then on the inhale, press down to rise up. Chin to the chest, slowly lower. Place the hands, place the feet, get ready. Second time. On the inhale, go ahead and lift up. Chin to the chest, release down. Take your feet a bit wider apart. Not further away, just wider. Aha, uh-huh. there we go. Give me your hands and hold on to my ankles. Okay, place your hands and feet, get ready. On the inhale, lift up. 
Mm-hmm. Push me like crazy. Straighten your arms as much as you can. Push your belly button up to the ceiling even harder. Now push with your feet even harder. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Chin to chest and release down. All right, if you can do it with my ankles, you can definitely do it with the floor. Let's give it one try just to prove you can do it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay, okay, if you're still up, go ahead and come down and hug your knees into your chest. Go ahead and take both knees over to the left side of the body, twisting to the right. Bring the knees to the center and then take the knees to the right, twisting to the left side. Bring the knees up to the center and then set up for shoulder stand practice. How can you tell what communication is healthy and what is toxic? The energy of mindfulness is a necessary ingredient in healthy communication. Mindfulness requires letting go of judgment, returning to an awareness of the breath and the body, and bringing your full attention to what is in you and around you. This helps you notice whether the thought you just produced is healthy or unhealthy, compassionate or unkind. 
Conversation is a source of nourishment. We all get lonely and want to talk with someone. But when you have a conversation with another person, what that person says may be full of toxins like hate, anger, and frustration. When you listen to what others say, you're consuming those toxins. You're bringing toxins into your consciousness and your body. That's why mindfulness of speaking and mindfulness of listening are very important. Toxic conversation can be difficult to avoid, especially at work. If it is going on around you, be aware. You need to have enough mindful awareness not to absorb these kinds of suffering. You have to protect yourself with the energy of compassion so that when you listen, instead of consuming toxins, you're actively producing more compassion in yourself. When you listen in this way, compassion protects you and the other person suffers less. You absorb the thoughts, speech, and actions you produce and those contained in the communications of those around you. That is a form of consumption. So when you read something, when you listen to someone, you should be careful not to allow the toxins to ruin your health and bring suffering to you and the other person or group of people. Even when you simply drive your car through the city, you consume. The advertisements hit your eyes and you're forced to consume them. You hear sounds, you may even say things that are the product of too much toxic consumption. We have to protect ourselves with mindful consumption. Mindful communication is part of this. We can communicate in such a way as to solidify peace and compassion in ourselves and bring joy to others. Many of us suffer because of difficult communication. We feel misunderstood, especially by those we love. In a relationship, we are nourishment for each other. So we have to select the kind of food that we offer to the other person, the kind of food that can help our relationship thrive. Everything, including love, hate, and suffering, needs food to continue. If suffering continues, it's because we are feeding our suffering. Every time we speak without mindful awareness, we are feeding our suffering. With mindful awareness, we can look into the nature of our suffering and find out what kind of food we have been supplying to keep it alive. When we find the source of nourishment for our suffering, we can cut off that supply and our suffering will fade. Often a romantic relationship begins beautifully, but then because we don't know how to nourish our love, the relationship begins to die. Communication can bring it back to life. Every thought you produce in your head, in your heart, in China they say in your belly, feeds that relationship. When you produce a thought that carries suspicion, anger, fear, irritation, that thought is not nourishing you or the other person. If the relationship has become difficult, it's because we've nourished our judgment and our anger and we haven't nourished our compassion. 
Nourishing and healing communication is the food of our relationships. Sometimes one cruel utterance can make the other person suffer for many years, and we will suffer for many years too. In a state of anger or fear, we may say something that can be poisonous and destructive. If we swallow poison, it can stay with us for a long time, slowly killing our relationship. Come into plow pose. Actually, that's a perfect time to come into plow pose, which is also the poison-removing pose and affects our center of communication. So here we are in plow pose. (laughs) We may not even know what we said or did that started to poison the relationship, but we have the antidote Mindful compassion and loving communication. Love, respect, and friendship all need food to survive. With mindfulness, we can produce thoughts, speech, and actions that will feed our relationships and help them grow and thrive. Slowly roll onto the back. And then take Matsyasana, fish pose. Bring the crown of the head to the floor. And then lift the chin into the chest and release down Shavasana.
Slowly begin to deepen the breathing. Find some movement in the body. Bending the knees into the chest, gently roll to the right hand side. And make your way up to a seated position. Have a seat on something, a blanket or a block, so that your seat can be as comfortable as possible to start with, but remembering that part of the meditation practice is sitting with the discomfort a little bit. So that means even if things start to get uncomfortable, don't rush to change things around. Just be still. And then the next time you sit for meditation, you can change the way you're sitting uh, so that that discomfort doesn't come up again. But for today's practice, just be still. And then focus on the mantra, let go. On the inhale, silently say to yourself, let. On the exhale, silently say go. Inhaling, let. Exhaling, go. Let go. Let go of judgments of self-righteousness. Let go of anger, fear, Jealousy.
Thank you all so much for your time and your energy and uh, all that good stuff and for this awesome opportunity to all be together and practice together.